to the Food Fumble Hotline podcast featuring myself and co-host Jamie Deep. Happy New Year, everybody. How is it going? It is going. (laughs) That was such a long pause. (laughs) So how's it been? It's it's been so long. We didn't even see each other over winter break. No, we did not. Um, yeah, I just kind of, like, turtled into my family's house for winter break and did not come out. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. I saw your brother more than I saw you. But yeah. now that we're here, holy moles. Yeah, we're here. We're back, baby. Um, yeah, before we get started, though, did you did you do anything fun food-wise over break? Yeah, so I made lasagna for my family. Uh, one of the goals for my 2020 was to actually make lasagna. And once I made it here, my parents were insistent that I make it for them. And actually, funnily, funnily enough, I made it for New Year's. So lasagna, just random Italian dish in the midst of traditional Asian food otherwise, uh, it was pretty good, entertaining to see it alongside all the food. But also delicious, if I do say so myself. What about you, Jamie? Um, well, I did a lot less cooking back at home than I normally do out here in Eugene. But I did a lot more baking. Um, I did the normal cookies and brownies. But then on, on Christmas Day, um, my my Christmas present to my mother was to spend the day with her making cream puffs. Um, which was a fun adventure. And... <laughs> We ended up making like 73 cream puffs and we just split it up and just delivered it to a bunch of different relatives, which is fun. And then on New Year's Eve, yeah, New Year's Eve, I kicked out 2020 with a nice black sesame cheesecake. It was my first time making cheesecake, so I was like super nervous. I literally like baked the cheesecake and spent the entire day just checking on it, making sure it was cool enough, like that it didn't crack or anything. Um, Definitely one of the more nerve wracking things that I've made so far, but very, very rewarding. It was a tasty treat. Yes, as a recipient of Jamie's Baked Goods, my family had a good time with the cheesecake. My brother just gobbled that thing up. He was a big, big fan. Um, And cream puffs, mostly I ate them because I'm the biggest fan of cream puffs in the house. So 10 out of 10, if you can ever get your hands on Jamie's Baked Goods. Highly recommend. Full disclosure for the cheesecake, it was one of the most chaotic things I made. It's coming back to me now. Um, <laughs> More flashbacks. <laughs> I literally, like, I, I texted my brother because he had made it before. And I was like, yo, what's your recipe for it? And he goes, oh, it's, he sends me three different recipes. And he doesn't send me any of his notes. Ugh. And I was like, bro, what, what are you doing? So I followed one recipe and then it called for flour in the batter and I was like no it's cheesecake and I consulted literally like three other recipes and I was like okay if I'm using these proportions I need to balance that with this and like toss in a random egg yolk on top of like all the eggs I was using and I was like okay I think this is good and it turned (laughs) out okay I imagine with that whole description of it's that woman with all the math equations in front of her face that's just you but in front of your kitchen baking station I was literally (laughs) standing at in front of my my family stand mixer looking into the batter and just thinking about (laughs) what this crazy (laughs) and how i could pull it off oh my goodness well i'm glad it ended all well you know my family was quite happy to have those baked goods okay enough about us let's just hop into the questions for today 
um, in celebration of new the new year and New Year's resolutions, we have a lot of we have a lot of questions about healthy eating. So, uh, my bad. All right. So, in lieu of the new year, the question we received. Well, I received was how do I start eating healthier? I keep setting goals for myself and then just eating junk. Then I'm not motivated to be healthy, which is you know I think a common thing. You know you see in a pre-pandemic year, everybody would flood the gyms. Gym memberships are through the roof. Everybody's buying all the super healthy groceries. Then fast forward a couple weeks, not maybe not even a couple weeks, but people have just dropped their resolutions and they're back to their normal routines as if. New Year's never happened, and it was just a blip on the radar. But if you are actually serious about those resolutions, or at least trying to be healthier in general, where should we start, Jamie? Um, I think the main thing is like thinking about your mindset on food, um, because that is a really, really big part about being healthier in a year. But a lot of people, what that means is like a lot of dieting, a lot of like weight loss type of things, which isn't for everybody and isn't what everybody needs. And it's usually something that's very short term and doesn't actually do much for you over time. And it's not necessarily super sustainable. Um, for me, instead of like thinking about like food as like dieting and like boxes I have to check about, oh, in order to be healthy, I need like X, Y, and Z in my food. Um, I just think of like food as a way to nourish myself, to fuel myself, to get me through the day. Um, so just like finding things that taste good and then finding a way to make them. Like that's like just the first step of like making your own food will generally like make things healthier than if you buy some kind of like processed version of them. Um, but obviously like not everybody has the time to do that. So hearkening back to episode one, meal prep, plan out your meals, make your list think about like what you want to make and like what you want to eat you know and what you're capable of doing given your schedule and your week thanks jamie that's some really great advice i think a lot of people really need to have that kind of shaken into them that food and eating is not just a short-term thing or like i've said earlier a blip on the radar but change if possible has to be done over time and consistently for the best results For me personally, I think one of my own challenges is to do just that, which is just to be more consistent in my healthy eating. I think like a lot of people, I'll go through stages of really, really clean eating and then I'll go through a withdrawal of sorts for wanting sugary or really salty foods and then I'll eat a bunch of that, I'll feel guilty, and then the unhealthy cycle of having inadequate amounts of nutrients or just way high levels of sugar and salt and oils and fats or whatever in my diet. So what I've been told lately is if you want results, then you have to maintain consistency, kind of like what I just ended off with um, for you earlier. But instead of thinking it as a you need to do it immediately right now, I think making sure that you know what kind of environment and what your actual habits are before you want to launch into any kind of change is the most crucial part of addressing any kind of change in your life, whether it's for food or otherwise. So for me, for instance, I would get a lot of snacky foods and then I would choose these snacky foods over maybe some other healthy alternatives. So for some people, I think it might be helpful to 
take a look at your habits and see, okay, are these actually beneficial to me or are these not? And so if you are the type like I was to pick the snacky foods, unhealthy foods over what would be more, quote, healthy, then perhaps don't have as much of that around. Or if you are wanting to be more long-term about eating overall more healthy foods, then actually trying to find those healthy foods that you enjoy is going to make your journey and switch over a whole lot easier because then at least you're getting enjoyment. Because I think a lot of times too, people think, oh, my healthy food has to be this weird salad. It has to be gross. It has to be these ingredients that like I traditionally wouldn't want to eat. Um, but no, it's not just salads. It's a whole lot of things. And remembering that your body doesn't just need lettuce or spinach. It needs a whole lot of other things. So be creative. Meal prep, like Jamie said, aka the best piece of advice for anyone out there trying to be healthier. And remember, consistency gets results. And you can do it. We support you. Yeah. And look, like eating healthy doesn't look the same for everybody. It's like one of the main things as well. Um, like for me, when I'm thinking about like cooking healthy for myself and for my roommates, it's always just like, okay, we have like some kind of carby filly thing some protein and then as long as I'm giving them vegetables and they're eating it like it's fine you know um Jamie is head chef in their household (laughs) (laughs) yeah it can literally like like I said like everything in moderation is good don't feel like you're depriving of yourself of food like that's the main thing like as at the end of the day what matters is that you are being fed and that you are feeling full and refueled um generally speaking like healthier food is good but at the end of the day like just eat I just want I just want you all to eat and take care of yourselves yeah it's all about balance so one day if it's good for your body maybe eating a lot healthier stuff avoiding more snack foods but on some other days where you just feel like you need it for your soul you know a donut a something else I don't know I don't for some reason I can only think of cake I really want cake. So if you want cake, eat that slice of cake, you know? Don't, if you deprave yourself, you're more likely to go overboard later. So addressing them early is a lot more sustainable for your long-term success. You can do it. It's, every day's a new day. Yeah. I guess, like, what, like, just to kind of give you a little bit of a a head start, like, what's, what's what's a recipe that you like that's, like, super healthy? that like isn't necessarily like what one would think of like as healthy you know like not just like a salad but like yeah yeah for sure yeah do you you have anything um yeah so I like to have spinach on hand all the time and so I just buy the five dollar big box of spinach from Safeway it's always five dollars and so I'll just throw that into everything uh if I'm making eggs there's some spinach if I'm making noodles there's spinach in there too. Literally anything I can think of, I just throw a little spinach and then I feel better about having another serving of vegetables. Um, but otherwise I really like wraps. So just having a head of lettuce and just eggs, bacon, literally anything. Uh, Leftovers are great. Just throwing that in. And instead of having like rice or noodles, just washing a few leaves of lettuce and there you go. Wrap that shit up. 
I said like boots that aren't just salads. It's not salad. No, 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 no. I'm talking salad. about for myself. I was trying to think of something, and I'm just like sometimes like literally like on the lazy day, just like have like salad dressings that you like on hand. What I like to do is like I like my 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 roommate has like a Costco membership, so we'll just get the big boxes of spring mix, mm. and then like on days where I haven't like made any kind of veggie dish. I'll just, like, throw a bunch of greens into a bowl and then, like, just whisk together some balsamic vinegar and olive oil and just drizzle that over. And then bada-bing, bada-boom, you've got salad, you've got veggies, and you've got a variety of different greens, which is I was really hoping you'd say bon appetit, but that's fine. That's a great idea. Yeah. You gotta take me to Costco next time, okay? I don't have a Costco membership. Yeah. The next time I'll go, I'll I'll text you. Yeah. Send me a list. Just let me know. Okay. Um... But, you know, speaking of going to places for groceries, we might as well update you on how Eugene's going. Yeah. So, how's it looking, Jamie? (laughs) Just a lot. (laughs) I love being in Eugene. I love love being here for school and everything. But y'all, come on, get it together. Just in this last week, for the week of January 4th, um, we've had 24 on-campus students test positive, two employees, and 32 off-campus students. Oof, that's rough. And as a result of this, we, as at, at Lane County, are or in Eugene as a whole, we are under like what's de- what's called extreme risk through January 14th. And there's no info at the moment, but it's looking like it's probably going to stay that same way. And they 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 evaluate the risk factors in all the different counties, like, every two weeks. So, like, when this comes out, um, I would not be surprised if we are still at, like, an extreme risk level. On top of that, I don't like to get dark and sad on this podcast, but the fact of the matter is Lane County has had 100 deaths from COVID. Um, Like, this is super serious. These are members in the community that a lot of you don't permanently reside in um, getting sick and, like, having long-term health problems or even, like, just not surviving. Um, these are really serious things. So, like, when you consider going out to eat, when you consider getting food, when you consider going to visit other people, think about, like, what the impact is on other people, like, that you could have just within your community on people that you don't even know. Like, I know we say this all the time and you've been hearing this for the past almost one year now. Oof. But, like, come on. If people have been telling you this for, like, ten months, like, you should you should be able to get it through your head. Like, just hold out for literally, like, six months, okay? Oregon students have pretty high priority on the list of people getting vaccines. Um, just, just hold it out, you know. Get your food delivered. Make fast grocery trips. Don't go to parties. Yeah. Don't go to parties. Please don't go to parties. <sighs> Yeah. And just stay safe because this is this is what's happening in Eugene right now. This is what's happening in Lane County right now. Like we gotta stay safe, and like as as your food people, a lot of that has to do with like where you're going, how you're getting your food. Yeah, and for the extreme risk um, restrictions on restaurants specifically right now, it's still allowed for outdoor seating. And restaurants can have up to about 50 people on outside uh, seating, of course, six feet apart. And parties allowed have to be under six people. But even with that option open, 
just know that this virus is airborne and it can still live in the air. So even if you are six feet apart, it's pretty windy here in Oregon and it's pretty cold. So just be extremely cognizant of the people that you share spaces with. Because again, airborne, windy, cold, and if you're in a group, which you probably are because if you are outside seating, there's probably other people around you, just know that all of those germs and things are spreading and that it does not discriminate. With that, we still want to share some things we love about the community because there's still plenty of businesses that are, you know, downtrodden because of everything going on. And there are still ways to support these businesses that are safer than going to dine in at them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can still order takeout. Do yeah. order takeout. Takeout's great. Recommend, Delivery. Yeah, rec- yeah, recommended you go pick it up because a lot of these com- a lot of these restaurants are being screwed over by delivery services, but we'll talk about that another day. Yeah. In general, you know, what I would like to recommend is if you are a well if you've been in Eugene a while, you probably have heard of Cornbread Cafe. So they are a great vegan restaurant. I personally have not gone, but everyone I've talked to has had glowing reviews of it. And last year, you know, everybody was struggling. Everybody's still struggling through the pandemic, but they actually opened a GoFundMe because they were on the verge of having to close down. And so didn't hear much after they posted that initial GoFundMe, but they are still open, you know, their normal hours, which I believe are like 9 a.m. on. Uh, they're in, they're 1290 West 7th Avenue, and if you want some vegan food, or if you just want good food in general, hit them up. Get a gift card. Order takeout. 10 out of 10. And otherwise, if you are not vegan, uh, one kind of more rare thing that you can get is at the Eugene Asian Market. So if you didn't know, they actually have meat and you can buy it. Um, So they have, um, they, they make chili. What is the word? What, what, I don't know how we would call it. Cause it's like the pig ear, you know? Yeah, it's just pig ears. They boil it. Oh, okay, okay. It tastes like they're boiled and mixed with some kind of, like, chili, oil, soy sauce, sesame thing. Yeah, okay, so, so one of the things that Eugene Asian Market sells that's kind of different from the other Asian markets is that they prepare, um, meats on their own and then they also put a chili seasoning on them. So what my favorite and my family's favorite is, I take a container back whenever I go back to Portland, but they have pig ears, so it's not a five-spice per se, but it's still pretty spicy. It's pretty good. And if you happen to stop by Eugene Asian Market, just go into their um, cooler cooler and pick up a box. So delicious with rice. I had no idea they sold that. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's like on the bottom but it's super delicious. I should probably get you a box next time I go. Yeah. It's legit been, like, over a year since I've gone to Eugene Asian Market. We normally just, like, go to Sunrise, but, because we're basic. That's um, fine, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, now I want some pig ears. Yeah. The more the more you know, 10 out of 10 would recommend for all you non-vegans out there. Yeah. 
Um, and then the last little thing is just something that most UO students will get in the mail, and that is the student survival guide. And this is like pretty cool. It's pretty bomb. You get a lot. It's just a book of coupons. It is literally just a, a, a brochure of coupons, and it has like all of your your main like fast food places, so McDonald's, Qdoba, Subways, and the like. But they also have like coupons to to Hirons mm-hmm. to where Tasty else? Thai Campus. Oh yeah, Tasty Thai. A few other local services. Yeah. And it's, like, a good way to save money. And then, like, at the same time, you're still able to, like, support, like, local businesses. But at the same time, if you do want your McDonald's fix, you can get it for a little cheaper, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times people think that savings aren't that great. But if even if you're just trying to save money, saving a few bucks here and there will make all the difference in the long run. Yeah. All so. right. Let's talk about my favorite thing. <sighs> of the fortnight <laughs> oh god i'm so tired um <laughs> well it's okay i'll take it from here because this was my idea because i've been suffering through this issue but this week our hack is how to get rid of very heavy food smells especially since most of us live in pretty crappy student housing where there's not a lot of great ventilation so I've been making a lot of food here, and it's been very delicious smelling, but then the issue comes after when I'm full of how to get rid of it. So. How to get rid of what? The, f- the food smell. The food smell. Oh. <laughs> no. What did you? <laughs> I, I said was... after I'm full. <laughs> just like. I'm just dumping my food in the garbage. Yeah, that's... Garbage. Oh my gosh. How dare you? You know I'm the biggest proponent of not wasting food. I know. That's why I was so concerned. <laughs> um, good morning, Jamie. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. It's like 7.30. Yeah, it's a little bit past 7.30. Yeah. Um, but there are a few, like, really basic things you can do to help, like, at least mitigate the smell. The first thing is... Oh, I can hear my mom now yelling at me <laughs> every time she turns on the stove. She'll be like, "One, close all the doors." <laughs> I can hear it too. <laughs> yeah, like what she yeah. She's like, "Oh, why? Sounds like the phone Oh my gosh! For those of you who don't know, we both speak Cantonese at home, so yeah. that was just Cantonese for "close the door." Yeah, it's close just, all the doors. Yeah, close your bedroom doors. Close your bathroom doors. And that, at the very least, will help stop the food smells from permeating into other rooms. Um, yeah. On top of that, use your ventilation hood over your stove if you have one. Yeah, it's so weird how many people I know that don't use it. It's like, yo, that helps so much. Mine is really bad because obviously I've been living here. I know that. But even so... Like, do turn it on for all you other folks at home. And in kind of, um, I don't, what's the fucking word? Uh, I don't know why I've been struggling with my words lately, but, um, kind of opposite of what your mom said, I would say if you do, contrary, thank you. Oh my, I'm getting dumber by the second. (laughs) Contrary to what your mom said, I would say If you do live in a smaller place like I do and your ventilation is shit like mine is, then having your bathroom door open and having the fan on 
definitely helps with smell, especially if your place is kind of longer versus like more compact. Um, I've found that in kind of like how my housing situation is, it's kind of split into two parts. It's like where the rooms are and then where like the living space and the kitchen is. So the ventilation fan kind of works for like the kitchen living area, but the bathroom fan being on by the rooms definitely helps like remove that smell. Yeah. I'm spoiled. Our ventilation hood works quite well, so. I should probably call the repair person to change it because it's looking pretty busted. Yeah. But also what helps is having a candle. So definitely recommend to those of you whose housing situations can allow for candles that if you have something strong smelling, uh, probably not something super sugary or like extremely fruity but something a lot stronger like coffee will definitely help with removing that smell um or even just brewing a pot of coffee i don't know why you would for an evening but if you are like me (laughs) (laughs) then you can do that yeah if you have windows open them like in your kitchen it's cold (laughs) it's cold jamie (laughs) well do you uh, Open your windows for, like, five minutes. Like, legit. Just open them for five minutes, and it'll air out your room so much. Burr. <laughs> Jamie rolled her eyes at me. <laughs> um, but we hope that helps in your cooking adventures as much as it's helped me yeah. and Jamie. Yeah. Well, you know what time it is now. I don't know why I'm doing this. You do this every time. Really? Yeah, shit. We're peaking so much. Okay. Okay. Not sponsored! Oh my god, I forgot the hashtag! No! Hashtag not sponsored! Can you even call yourself a Gen Zer now? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I lean more millennial, honestly. I feel like I lean more millennial. You're, like, definitely Gen Z, but I think I'm definitely millennial. If you're looking at the years, technically Gen Z is 1997 to, like, 2005. Which is painful. I said I lean more millennial. Not, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, what what do you like this week, Em? <laughs> My self-promotion skills are, um, I feel like, uh, helping with this kind of segment. So, this week, I'm super excited to talk about my Christmas gift from my parents, which was a Cuisine Art 15-piece stainless steel hollow handle block set. <laughs> so, Jamie's like crawling on the floor right now. It's fine. But um I got this because I one needed knives. I only had if you recall uh dear uh listeners that I had exactly two knives before. Like two sharp actual working kitchen knives. But now I've got I've got 12 yeah because three are one's a sharp one is a knife sharpener one's a pair of scissors and then one is something else anyway it's 15 pieces it's a block they all the knives and uh, everything fit in it so beautifully i love it i actually cut myself when i was washing all of them the first time it's fine it's fine it just proves that they're really effective Uh, and also that i am clumsy but Oh my goodness. So beautiful. I love them. Because they're hollow handled, they're not like super heavy, which is great because I've been working out a lot and being really, really sore most days. Uh, So 10 out of 10, if you need 
any new knives, get a block. It's great. And I love them. I wish I could brag about them more, but because this is audio, you can't admire how spectacular they are. Jamie is like, I'm done. <laughs> and yes, they were for Christmas. I'm very happy for you <laughs> and your knives. No, you're you're talking to me, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, <sighs> knives are important. You should have knives for different things. I got a bread knife for Christmas. I was really happy about it as well. But I'm not going to talk about it for hashtag non-sponsored because I have something even better than knives. You know what I was about to say? I was about to say hashtag spring home spring roll wrappers. Do you see what you're doing to me? Yes, okay. absolutely. Anyways, my ha- my hashtag non-sponsored for the week are the spring home brand spring roll wrappers. Over winter break, I decided to follow in my parents' footsteps where at night I will just sit with them and watch YouTube cooking videos before they go to sleep. Love that. And my mom and I decided to start hate watching this YouTube channel where it is a... How do I say this without, like, offending? An older white woman? Not the, like, a middle-aged white lady making spring rolls. Um, and it's, like, in a style that a lot of people are accustomed to, I will say that, of just, like, the American Chinese, the big fat boys, um, that don't have necessarily, like, what you would call, like, the standard fillings, if you want, like, legit spring rolls. And it was just one of the most painful things I've ever had to watch. Um, and one of the main things for that is the type of spring roll wrappers that they used, um... If you want the good stuff and you live in the States, you gotta go with Spring Home. Spring Home Spring Roll Wrappers are Say that so... five times fast. Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> go on, sorry. Yeah. Spring Home Spring Roll Wrappers are, like, they're just so crispy and they're so easy to work with. Um, and they're just, like, in the freezer section of most Asian grocery stores. Uh, and they're delicious and they work so well. But the thing about about spring roll wrappers, and this is a another free tip for you, is if you get the larger squares, they're too big for like a standard spring roll. Otherwise it's all just gonna be wrapper and it's just gonna be giant and overwhelming and not as crispy and just sad. You don't want sad spring rolls. So what you do is you take your spring roll wrappers and their squares and you cut them in half across the diagonals so that they're triangles. Boom. You have less wrapper, so your your rolls will overall be a little smaller, but that means you can make more rolls, and that will be crispier rolls. Double boom. Yeah. Alternatively, you can just straight up buy the smaller spring roll wrappers if they carry them at your grocery store. Instead of the normal 25 five sheets, they give you 20, 50 like small sheets, which is about the same size as like your normal spring roll wrapper cut in half. They're crispier, they taste better, they're not gonna fall apart when you're frying them. They're just so much better. And maybe one of these days I'll talk about like the best fillings for spring rolls, but that's a talk for another day. Let me just say, if you are looking to just wrap things up and fry them, spring home, spring roll wrappers. And boom. Man, now I want spring rolls. Goddamn. Well, 
now that we're both very hungry, we hope you are too. And if you are looking for any kind of support in food at all, as always, we in our description have a list of food security resources for U of O students. And as always, we encourage you to look at them, get some help if you need it. And again, keep eating if you're not already. And with that, thank you all for listening. I hope that you found something helpful within our long rambly podcast. If you have questions for us, um, feel free to email us at foodfumblehotlinepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you check us out on Twitter, we have Google, we have a Google form for you to submit any questions you have. I'm at JDIEP2 on Twitter. And I'm at Catch Up to Emily. And our real names, once again, are Jamie D. And I'm MJan. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in a couple weeks. Yeah.